Time now for Almost Famous, featuring local music and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston, and New England on 95.9 WATD. I am John Shea. We are brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. Now, first things first, if you're a local musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio, get in contact with me. You can find all the information up on the Almost Famous page at 959WATD.com. While you're at it, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio and subscribe to our podcast, which you can find at almostfamousradio.com or by searching Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app. So tonight we are trying something very different than what we usually do. We are not only welcoming back a special guest, but we are doing an album release show for the entire two hours tonight. And that special guest we're welcoming back is Lainey Dione. How you doing? Hey, hey, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for making this work. Thank you for having me. This is so cool. Yeah, and I'm finally pronouncing your name correctly. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's a watermark for me. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So you were here back in early June. So update us on not only who you are, but what's new in your world since then. Yeah, so I'm Lainey Dione. I'm an indie pop singer-songwriter from Rhode Island. And I have since then released my first 12-song album. And I'm very excited to show you guys about it tonight. It is called Self-Titled. Before we get to the details, share with us where people can find you online. Yeah, so you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, literally all the social media. Facebook and Instagram is at Lainey's Music. Everything else is at Lainey Dione. And all of my songs are everywhere you can find music on. Do you have a favorite social media platform? I do like Instagram a lot. Yes. Very cool. So the new album, how did this happen? Yeah, so I had been dumped a lot and had been doing the dumping a lot. Um, So (laughs) I decided to write, I mean, the album's mostly a breakup album, but it's also a empowering album about finding myself again after some toxic relationships. And it's about some of the healthy relationships, too. What feels better, doing the dumping or getting dumped? Oh, I mean, they're both pretty rough. (laughs) I'd say probably uh, doing the dumping is a little bit better. Cool. Let's uh, dive right into the album. We're going to be doing the entire album, I believe, in order tonight. So what are we launching into first? Yes. So first up is Hey London. Let's hear it, Lenny Dione. And the album title is? Self-titled. Cool. We're going to talk about that, too. Let's hear Hey London here on WATD2. Start the night with Almost Famous. Hey London. If you wanna kiss the queen goodbye, then better hurry cause I leave tonight. 
London, Lainey Dion on 95.9 WATD. This is Almost Famous, where we introduce you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. I am John Shea. Tonight, we're trying something very different. We are doing a full radio album release show, and we're being joined in studio by... Lainey Dion. Hello, hello. (laughs) Hello. So talk about Hey London. So I dated a guy over overseas in, in Europe, um, and it was really crazy. We met on a on a chat room on a game on an iPod Touch, and uh, I flew over to to meet him for the first time. Didn't get murdered. It was great. It was great. Uh, we dated for a year, and then I got accepted into a songwriting retreat in France, where I met a British guy. So then I left the Dutch guy. Started dating the British guy, lived with him for a month in England, and it just didn't turn out well. And you know, whenever I tell the story, I think I'm people think I'm probably really crazy, and I am. But yeah, here's the song. <laughs> <laughs> that is cool. So, how many frequent flyer miles did you rank up during that oh, time? Oh, uh, none. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish I did. Um, but yeah, flights were cheap at the time. It was it was a good time. It was a good story. I haven't heard anybody mention the iPod Touch in a long time either. That's kind oh, of a, yeah. a flashback to, what, 2007, 2008? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I met him on the iPod Touch game on uh, in 20, 2010, uh, 2010, yeah. Cool. Talk about working on that song in the studio. How did that happen? Yeah, so this was the first song that I had co-written under my artist development deal um, with Gabe Simon, who writes for Dua Lipa. He is amazing. And Nick Schwartz, who produced the entire album. He is my producer, go-to guy. He's amazing as well. So we all co-wrote it together in Nick's house. And then um, we wrote it and recorded the demo within four hours. And it was a hit from there. <laughs> so give us the information on where the album is available and any opportunities to buy the album coming up. Yeah, so the album is available on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, Deezer, any of the streaming services that are out there. Um, and you can purchase it right now or stream it right now. <laughs> yes, preferably go purchase it. Yeah. All the money goes to Lainey. <laughs> well, let's continue on now and hear... What's next? What is the second track on the album? Yes, yeah, so the second track on the album is Last Flight, kind of keeping with the theme of travel. The song is uh, 
another foreign fling. <laughs> Let's hear it. Then we'll talk about it. We have to. Lenny Dion on the tiny stage here on WATD on the self-titled album release show. Lainey Dion, live tonight on the Tiny Stage, doing an album release show for her self-titled album that is called? 
self-titled. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that. Why, why did you choose to name it self-titled as opposed to just a self-titled album? So usually when you say it's self-titled, that means it's your name, right? But this album is pretty much a breakup album. The whole album's about all my exes, and I didn't want to give that the power of my name. So it's kind of like a pseudonym in a way. And I felt more entitled to myself now that the album is out. I got all that bad energy out of me. We don't need it anymore. We don't need them. So self-titled. I remember getting a text from you at one point after we met uh, back in June, and you said, I've got a name for the album. It's going to be self-titled. I'm like, cool. Like, no, it's like literally going to be called self-titled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is cool. So the album is 12 songs. How long did it take you to compile all 12 songs for this album? Mm. So I had the first six done in Nashville in 2020 or even before 2020. Yeah. And 2019. Um, and then... I mean, the last six were kind of written by my most recent ex. So uh, <laughs> those took a little bit longer to come out. Um, and I wasn't going to release it as a full album. I was going to release it as all singles originally. So I think it's kind of cool that it's kind of like co a collection all at once coming at you. Now my heartbreak. <laughs> so we mentioned that Hey London was the first song that you wrote under the artist development deal that you had. Are the songs on the album in the order that they were record that they were written? No, 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 no. Um, they were all they're all at different points, but the the order I picked very specifically because I can hear the the, the, the theme of the, how they kind of flow together. Yeah, so it's it's very specific uh, order how it is. Uh, the next song, hold on one second. Well, be, well, before you look that up, tell us about Last Flight because you mentioned that was another yes. fling song. Okay, so let's talk about Last Flight. So, going back to the Dutch guy before the British guy, um, we obviously dated for a year, and I flew back and forth, he flew back and forth here. Um, and because our relationship, even though we dated for a year, we only met six times in that year, uh, it started getting really rocky. And I thought, is this going to be the last flight I take to see him, or is this going to be the last flight he takes to see me? Because once we have that last flight, I mean, not only is the relationship's over, but we're never going to see each other ever again, um, which was kind of scary for me because that's very permanent. Um, so Last Flight is written from that kind of space of being kind of scared if this is going to be the last flight or the last time I ever see that person. Is it easy for you to put yourself into that headspace? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I get very attached to my exes. So even like years after the relationship's over, I could definitely go back to those moments and be able to tap into that to write a song. Very cool. Yeah. What is next on self-titled? All right. So up next is Wake Up Call. And this song is one of my faves. So I'm very excited for you guys to listen to it. Let's hear it. Then we'll talk about it. We have Lainey Dione on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Sick of the lies, you do this every time Award-winning actor had me fooled, it was fine Should've listened to mom, read the signs on the wall You never really cared about me at all Now it's my birthday weekend And you'd rather be without me drinking For four years I believed that Maybe you would change This is my wake-up call Since you didn't call me
She is joining us tonight on the Tiny Stage, live, but not necessarily live, no guitar tonight. We are playing tracks off of the album, which is called? Self-titled. And it's available where? On Spotify, iTunes, and all other streaming services. Fantastic. And share with us again your website and all the social media pages. Yeah, so LainyDion.com. You can find everything, all my socials, all my music, and... Uh, you can find Facebook and Instagram are at Lainey's Music. Everything else is at Lainey Dion. I saw you dancing in the other wake-up call. I'm guessing that has a special meaning to you. Oh, yeah. So wake-up call is one of the more recently written songs off the album about my recent ex. We dated for four years. We lived together. Um, and he ghosted me for a couple of days and then sent me a text that we were breaking up on my birthday. So, that does not sound fun. No, it was not. But this angsty wonderful song was written about it so (laughs) has he heard it uh he has yes yes (laughs) and his reaction well his name's in the song secretly in there so he was a a little a little you know about it but it was it was fine he's he's cool with it i'm I'm sure he is (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's that's wild yeah how long did that one take you to write Oh, that was like one of the quickest songs on the album, to be honest. I think Hannah and I, Hannah Schaefer and I wrote that song together. Uh, We wrote it within like, I think an hour. It was fast. Speaking of Hannah, you've done a lot of co-writing. You mentioned that you worked with, um, Hey London was written with a writer who's worked with Dua Lipa. Talk about your relationship with co-writing. Yeah, so all of the songs on the album are co-written except for Cumbria. I had written that years previous and and decided to make it into a pop song. But I I love co-writing. I mean, I think that there's a a kind of connection that you get with somebody in the room that you don't get when you're writing by yourself. I mean, to be able to bounce something off of somebody and get all excited and be like, yeah, that's that's a different kind of relationship with music than you have when you are just writing by yourself. So elaborate more on that. How would you describe the biggest difference between doing a co-writing session with one, two, maybe even three other people or a room full of people versus just 
coming up with the entire song, lyrics, music, everything on your own? Yeah, I feel like when I write something on my own, it's usually a sad song because <laughs> I'm very in my feels. Um, but writing something on my own, I kind of just get it all out in one go. Like it's, it's not about writing the best song. It's not about writing a hit for me. It's just about getting the emotion out of me. Whereas when I write with somebody else, there's a goal in mind. Like we want to write a good song. So we're really trying. We're reworking, revising, revisiting. And I don't do that by myself. What advice would you give to an aspiring songwriter who may be struggling to come up with music and lyrics on their own, but could maybe benefit from working with somebody else? Yeah. Um, working with somebody else is a great way of finding out more about yourself as a songwriter. Um, just make sure that you're, uh, you know, letting other people speak and get their, get their ideas in. Um, but I think it's a great way to find out what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, and trying to find that other half of you that's missing from your songs. When did you really become comfortable in the world of co-writing? Ah, so I really became comfortable co-writing, I think, halfway through the album, to be honest. Um, the first couple co-writes I did, I was very nervous. They were big writers. Um, I didn't really know what the relationship was going to be like or how we were going to flow. Um, and halfway through the album, I started writing with Hannah a lot. Um, and that's when I was like, oh, I got this. Like, I know how to do this. I can I can hold my weight, you know. Um, so I'd say halfway through the albums when I really got comfortable with co-writing. We also mentioned that all of the songs on the album are arranged in a way that kind of makes it a concept. Mm -hmm. They tell a story. If you if you listen to the album, not at random play, but if you listen to the album from beginning to end, the song we just heard, Wake Up Call, the ending is set up to flow perfectly into the song that we have coming up after the break. Can you give us a quick tease? Yes. So wake up call ends up, it's time to wake up because you need a wake up call from that awful relationship. And we're going into a lovely relationship where you get that first kind of crush feeling where you're, you're running to the phone, the landline, remember landlines, you're running Vaguely. to the, yeah. <laughs> you're running to the landline to catch your crush calling you before your parents pick it up. Let's, uh, Take a break, and then we'll come back, and we'll learn what song she's talking about. Lainey Dion talking about her album. Self-titled. You're on Almost Famous, 95.9 WATD. Almost Famous with John Shea on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to Almost Famous, 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. My name is John Shea, and we are trying something very different tonight. I've been doing this show for over 10 years. I've never done this before. We are doing a radio album release show, and the guest we have on the tiny stage tonight is... Lainey Dione. Welcome back. Hi. You were here in June, and when you were here in June, the album was kind of a distant project. It wasn't quite there yet. So yeah. what's happened since June? Yes, I've been playing a lot of shows doing a lot of radio interviews, you know, trying to get out there as much as I can. But yeah, I mean, we were just, the pandemic really threw a wrench in things. So we were just still in the motions of the album then. Speaking of the pandemic, it did throw a lot of things into the mix. I'll say the word things as opposed to other <laughs> words that come to mind, but you've had a lot of obstacles in your way along, the, along your way. What happened? 
Yeah, so uh, I'm not the healthiest person, so I had to really avoid um, everything during the pandemic. So I was writing a lot, doing a lot of the behind the scenes stuff for for the album and, and doing as much as I can from home, really. And being able to perform outside really helped me. Speaking of performing outside, it's something you're still doing. Uh, There's a show coming up this week. Yeah, so Friday I'm playing at Country Kitchen in Smithfield, Rhode Island. And where is the best place to go to stay up to date on future shows other than yeah, so Friday? You, you could go on Facebook um, at Lainey's Music. All of my events are up there or on LainyDion.com. You can see all my shows. Fantastic. So we teased a song before the break that coming out of Wake Up Call that kind of shares... Uh, the a similar opening that Wake Up Call closes with. Talk about what we're going to be hearing next. Yeah, so Wake Up Call is about a really bad call. And uh, <laughs> old enough, this next song is about having that giddy first crush kind of feeling that you get when, when we had landlines back in the day, you know, trying to rush to it to, to pick it up um, before your parents got to it. So old enough is about... Just this nostalgic first crush feeling that you could still get today. You know, nobody's too young for love. When you played the song on the show back in June acoustically, this I think was my favorite song of the night. So really excited to hear the fully produced version. Let's do that right now. It's Almost Famous 95.9 WATD with Lainey Dione. Like that, it puts me on the ceiling. You're taking me right back, back to the nights felt like falling. I had to catch your calls when you were calling the house, so nobody finds out. Take care of your heart and keep your options open. Don't let it get stolen or broken. Not gonna quit. Quit is worth the risk. You're a mistake worth making. I found you out. I'm not 
Lainey Dione on WATD tonight, almost famous with me, John Shea. That's a track called Old Enough off of her self-titled album that is literally called... Self-titled. And that song starts off with, as you mentioned, uh, getting a call from your crush on the landline phone. How often did your parents beat you to the call before you were able to pick up? Oh, I was super fast, so not often. <laughs> Any times it did happen? I can't recall. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> You're that quick. Oh, That's yeah. Like lightning fast. Oh, yeah. So that song, uh, another co-write song, talk us through the history of how that one happened. So that one was written with Jordy Searcy. He's an amazing singer-songwriter. And Nick Schwartz, who produced my whole album. Um, and, I mean, we were just talking about the nostalgic feeling that you get with the first crush. And the song was born pretty fast. Um, that song was written and recorded in four hours, just like the rest of them. The songs that take the least amount of time to write and record compared to the songs that take a long time, how do you think they hold up against each other? So most of the songs on the album were four hours, and there was a couple of them that were less, like two. Um, but I would say, I mean, they're all, you can't really compare. Uh, they all have like a different meaning. They all have a different way of coming out of me or coming out of the co-writers in the room that uh, you can't you can't compare it. <laughs> so... Talk about how these songs literally begin. Do they start off with melody? Do they start off with lyrics? What instrument do they start off on? Yeah, so usually Nick has like a track in place of like what kind of tonally this is going to sound like. Um, and then we all kind of like hum over that <laughs> and come up with the hook um, and then take it from there. I mean, it, it initially starts with whatever title I want, so... I pick the titles always. <laughs> so do you ever create the melody in advance or is that all done in the studio? Not with this album. The The only one that I had written before it had a title was the one that I wrote by myself, Cumbria. Very cool. And we should mention, too, that while this is your debut full-length album, there is an EP that's available on streaming services as well. Yeah, my first little baby. It's a <laughs> Can't Refuse EP. That was when I played folk music back in the day. Do you miss that style of music? I do and I don't. I feel like it, it's a part of me, and I think you can hear lyrically and uh, melodically in my music now that I'm still folk-influenced, but, I mean, it, it'll, always be, it'll always be my little baby. I love that. <laughs> so all of these albums have a theme, and that also applies to the song that we're listening to next. How does Old Enough flow into the next song? Yeah, so... Old Enough is about, you know, feeling like you're on the ceiling, feeling so flirty and, and fun. And um, the next song, Damned, starts with some lyrics that say, you know, his ego is through the ceiling. So the opposite side of that. Um, so Damned is just about not giving any more attention to a guy that doesn't deserve it. <laughs> Which X is this one about? Oh, you know, you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll just take a shot in the dark. <laughs> the song title is? Damned. Lindy Dion, W-A-T-D, on the tiny stage. I don't usually get annoyed easily, but I've been sick, had these feelings. It's always been about you, never been about me. Your ego breaks through the ceiling. Every time I think we're going somewhere, you turn around and say, Talking to a brick wall 
On the tiny stage tonight, not playing an instrument, but talking about her new album, which is called? Self-Titled. And remind us again why it's called Self-Titled, because I love this story. Yeah, so uh, Self-Titled usually means that it's your name, so it would technically be Lainey Dione, but I didn't want to give my exes my name. So the story of the album being about my exes goes to Self-Titled, because now I'm entitled to myself again, and I get my name back to me. Do I dare ask what the follow-up is going to be called? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) We'll have to wait and see. I like that. So the song we just heard, Damned, uh, give us more details on how this one happened. Yes, this was actually the last one written on the album. So this one was the most recent one that I had to write. Um, And it was with Alexa Capelli. She's also an amazing songwriter. It was just me and her on this one. Um, And it's, you know... Don't waste your time on somebody that obviously doesn't want to waste their time on you. (laughs) So this song was definitely a learning curve for me. What I love about hearing your voice and hearing these songs, and I'm not a a professional musician, so I might not be describing this in in the proper way, but the way you accent words is very unique. Okay. Is that something that's intentional? If 
Is it that a Rhode Island sense. thing? I don't know. It's just, just like the way that your, 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 your rhythm is and the way you place your, your words within the song is yeah. unlike anything I've heard. I mean, I feel like it's emotional. Like the, the first part of the song, I don't usually get annoyed easily. Like I could just sing it like that. But if you add a little vocal fry, you get, I don't usually get annoyed easily. You're singing it kind of like you're mad. Yeah, no? exactly. That, that's what I mean. Like, I, I really feel like your emotions in this album. It's like a, a diary on CD. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love that. So that is Lindy Dion. Remind us again of all of your websites, social media pages, Spotify links, Bandcamp, all that good stuff. Yeah, so everything can be found on LainyDion.com. That includes my music and my socials. But if you want to go straight for the socials, Facebook and Instagram are at Lainey's Music. Everything else is Lainey Dion. And we have uh, two uh, family members listening at home tonight that are probably uh, getting ready for bed. Who do we, uh, who do we have back in our Smithfield? Are we talking about my dogs or yes. my parents? Okay. Either one. <laughs> <laughs> well, my dogs, Russell and Rusty, probably, and my mom and dad. Hey, hey. <laughs> cool. Are they all listening tonight? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Very cool. So uh, we are nearing the top of the eight o'clock hour. Like I said, I've never done this before. So this is new to both of us doing a, an album release show on the radio. So what are we uh, going to be listening to next? Yeah. So up next is Kick It in the Shadows and kind of following with Damned being like, I'm done with this. I know who I am. Kick it in the shadows is very, I know who I am. I'm not afraid to be myself. And I'm cool with the darker sides of things. We're going to kick it in the shadows tonight. I like it. We'll talk more about the writing after we hear it. 95.9 WAD, Lainey Dione joining us in studio tonight. Just a couple of misfits trying to piece it all up in our heads.
Kick It in the Shadows, Lainey Dion offer for album. Self-titled. And talk about the writing process of that song. How did that one happen? Yeah, so this is another one me and Hannah wrote together. Hannah Schaefer, she's amazing. Um, but it's more of, so when I was in high school, I dressed a little uh, little gothy, you know, a little emo. Um, <laughs> my hair was bright blue. I wore all black and knee-high converses. Um, and you would think that, like, I would get made fun of for that, but I felt very comfortable in my own skin with that. It, it gave me a sense of... I don't know, like it was just empowering for me to to look like that for some reason. And all my friends and I, we kicked it in the shadows. We we dressed in all black and we were ourselves and we liked it. Do pictures of that era of Lainey exist? Oh, my God. When I did my release party, my friends were all like, oh, we're going to post them all over the place because I don't obviously dress like that anymore. But uh, yeah, they're they're on Facebook. You can go find them. No, we should mention, too, that you've, you, you, I think you are the most stylish musician I've met in a long time. Aw, thanks. <laughs> My hair's pink right now. I know you guys can't see, but it's there. <laughs> cool. How do, you, how do you discover your fashions, if that makes sense? Uh, so, like, I just, I thrift. Wait, you said fashions, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I thrift a lot. Um, so Plato's closet is like where I live right now, but I, I feel like my style is very different. I like a lot of punk rocky kind of things, but I also like a lot of floral preppy kind of things. So you mix them all together. You get a little bit of laney. I like it. <laughs> very cool. And it was also a very strange time to release new music. How did you decide on how exactly you wanted to put this together? Um, so obviously the pandemic, they're wrenching things. Otherwise this would have been probably released last year. Um, but I mean, I feel like everything comes together for a reason. I mean, I needed the other two songs, wake up call and damned to be written about my most recent ex. And that wouldn't have happened unless it was released right now. Um, but it was kind of like a, just a thrown together kind of thing. You guys are really getting a raw sense of who I am. Like it's, we're just going for it. (laughs) So I think I mentioned this earlier, but I want you to um, talk about it again, if you would. But so how long in from when the first song was written until the final song was written until the actual release happened? Take us through that timeline. Yeah. So Hey London was written in 2019 um, and Cumbria one of the songs uh, later on the album that we're going to discuss was written in 2016, 2017, maybe. Um, And the last song was written maybe two or three months before the album came out. So it's all very much as I'm experiencing things in life, they just are born. How many songs did you have prepared for the album? Originally, honestly, it was it was just completely thrown together. Like I said, I, I didn't even think I was going to release an album. I thought they were all going to be singles, so it just came together as a collection, just 
magically wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> so the album just came out. Have you already started working on a new second project? one? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's a second one already. We have a couple With similar themes. Yeah, the first two songs I think that are going to be singles off the second one are called Vampire and Video Game. So okay, look forward to those. Yes, I can't wait for that. Yeah, love to have you back for those. Oh yeah. So before we wrap up this hour and uh, continue on with the uh, radio album release show, remind us again of your website, social media, all that good stuff. Yeah, so everything can be found on LaneyDione.com, or if you want to go straight to Facebook or Instagram, those are at Laney's Music. Everything else is at Laney Dione. Fantastic. We will be back with more of Laney Dione on the tiny stage right after this on 95.9 WATD. WATD FM Marshfield, WBMS Brockton. This is the South Shores Radio Station, 95.9 FM WATD. Streaming online at 95.9WATD.com and with your smart speaker just by saying play WATD. Time now for Almost Famous, featuring local music and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston, and New England. On 95.9 WATD. Welcome to our number two of Almost Famous 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Brought to you by Tiny and Sons Class. My name is John Shea. Now, if you're a local musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio, get in contact with me. Find all the information on the Almost Famous page at 95.9 WATD.com. Follow us tonight on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio and subscribe to our podcast, which you can find at almostfamousradio.com or by searching Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app. So tonight we are trying something completely new, something we've never done before, and that is a radio album release show. And our guest on the tiny stage is Lainey Dione. Welcome back. Hey, hey. You were last here in June. We normally don't bring guests back this soon, but you just released a brand new album. So talk about what it is and where it's available. Yeah. So I just released my album called Self-Titled. It is available on Spotify, iTunes, every other streaming service that's out there. And it's my little baby. I'm so excited to show you guys. And you are in a unique position where having a traditional album release show isn't really possible. Yeah, the pandemic is uh, not doing good stuff there. Um, but I'm very excited to be doing this with you. This is fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm glad that you could make this work. Yeah. So for those who might not be familiar with you and missed the first hour tonight, give an introduction and let us know who exactly Lainey Dione is. Yes. So hey, hey, I'm Lainey Dione. I am an indie pop singer-songwriter from Rhode Island, and I'm very excited about my new album. I can't wait for you guys to hear the second half of it. That's great. So for those who might not know where Smithfield is, give us some details. Yeah. So Smithfield is a small town in the smallest state, you know, representing, representing. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's not a huge music scene there, but it's beautiful. You guys should come check it out. I play every single week at Country Kitchen there. How did coming from a non-music community launch you into the world of music? Yeah, so my dad um, was a musician, and growing up, he constantly played 70s licks in the basement. So uh, <laughs> I kind of got the, you know, little guitar bug from there. 
That's excellent. Yeah. So other than your dad, do you have a, a musical family? Yeah, my sister can sing. My mom likes to think that she can sing. Um, <laughs> we won't tell her that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my whole my whole like extended family can sing as well. They do four part harmonies all the time. It's a tad annoying, but you know. <laughs> Let's talk about influences for a little bit. Who did you grow up listening to? Who are you listening to now? Yeah, so I grew up listening to Radiohead a lot because my sister um, and Coldplay. I really loved Coldplay, um, and I still do today. Um, but right now I listen to a lot of female indie artists that you probably haven't heard of. Gabrielle Applin's one of my main influences. Um, but yeah. And the album that is out, it's called self-titled. We are going through the album track by track in order. So we went through one through six in the first hour, six, uh, seven through 12 will be in this hour. So what are we listening to next? Yeah, so up next is Skin. Get ready to get in your feels. And by the way, thank you so much for creating a radio edit of this song. Because yes, we're I, doing the radio edit. <laughs> I'd like to have my job next week, so I appreciate yeah. <laughs> that. Lainey Dione on WATD. It's called Skin off the album Self-Titled.
Blaney Dion joining us tonight here on WATD. It's Almost Famous, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. This is something I've never done before, radio album release show, and it's a great album. Thank you so much. That is the voice of Lainey Dion, and talk about skin. Very emotional. Yeah, sorry to make you guys cry. Um, <laughs> skin was written about being in a toxic relationship and not even feeling like yourself anymore. Like you're just a complete stranger. You don't know why you're in this. You don't know why you're doing this. You don't know really what love is at this point. You just are stuck. Um, and luckily, I got unstuck, and I'm very happy now. Um, but yeah, skin's just that moment in time when you're just you just don't even know who you are. Was that a difficult song for you to share publicly? Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say probably wake-up call is more difficult because it's so specific. Um, but skin gets harder and harder to talk to because interviewers ask very specific questions about depression and stuff. So it's, I mean, it's it's in there. You know, it's in the feels a little bit. But it's, I think it's a good thing to share. Do you feel comfortable talking about that type of part of that part of your life? Yeah, I'd say I do now. I didn't at first because I was like, ah, I'm not I'm not perfect. I'm a human being, but I'm a human being, you know, so it's it's cool to talk about emotions. I think that's the beauty of music is that I've, I just had this conversation with somebody recently where they were saying that the songs that they have, nobody wants to hear because they're about deep parts of their life. And I was trying to explain to her that. Those are the kind of songs that you need to share because somebody else is going through exactly what you're going through and they think they're the only one. Yeah, yeah. I've had change their life by just suggesting that you also feel that way. Yeah, definitely. I've had people message me saying that skin has saved their lives and that skin they can relate to the most. And that's how most people have found me because I think it's got over 50,000 plays right now on, on Spotify. But yeah, the skin, I, I love the messages I get. I'm glad you mentioned that because... This is a digital world, and in 2021, albums really don't exist that much. So the fact that you're releasing an album, not just an album, but an album that has a thematic flow to all of the songs. As an artist that's coming up in the digital world, how important are spins on Spotify to you? Oh, very important. I mean, I love seeing the numbers. I mean, I wouldn't say very important because I feel good about just releasing my music anyways. It's just nice to be able to have my music out there and to be able to touch people and to be able to hear about how my music has impacted somebody. But I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's it's cool waking up in the morning and looking at those numbers and seeing them climb. <laughs> now, I want to talk about this in more detail, but you were a business major at Berkeley College of Music. How important are spins to the business side of music? Yeah, I mean, so obviously Spotify doesn't pay their artists very well, so <laughs> you don't make a ton off of that. But, you know, labels do look at the plays that you get and um, venues even look at the plays that you get to see, OK, well, is this person going to bring in heads or is anybody even listening to them? So it is very important. That's great. Yeah. How has that changed from your first EP that came out several years back? Yeah, so I had like a single that came off the EP, um, The Next Move, and I think that's like at 20,000 plays. Um, but I mean, that EP was so little. It's just a little guy, you know? So uh, that was really cool just to be able to get some plays on, on one song. But this new album, I think, is going to really come out swinging. That's amazing. Yeah. What are we going to listen to next? Yeah, so up next, we got taking you from the depressing side of things, um, bringing you into, okay, now that we've gotten out of this toxic relationship, we are single. We are single and we're ready to mingle. Um, and sometimes guys, 
I mean, ladies, if you guys are listening, you know that guys will send you some messages and they will be relentless about trying to get your attention. Um, And sometimes they get really mean. If you're like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm not interested. They'll be like, oh, well, you're not even that pretty. And that sucks. So to guys out there, don't do that. And this song's for you. It's called Cool Story Bro. (laughs) I like it. Let's hear it. Lainey Dione, 95.9 WATD. I'll I'll see if I can take some hints. (laughs) He DM'd another day, another dime. Maybe ideally in a different life. You'd say yes and I'd be with you. He said, I won't give up, I won't stop trying Think you need a guy like me in your life I could treat you better than you ever knew That's why guys text me all the time Wondering why I don't reply Never learn, think you've earned a shiny prize For your pride, I'm polite, you seem nice Sorry, but you're not my type You insist I need to give you a chance Get pissed, but I don't want a romance Tell me you're not even pretty anyway Before I block you, I say Cool story, bro Boys always think that they're Telling me something new Truth is I've heard it from Some other guy just like you Think I know better than to Give in to your ego But you won't leave me Cool story, bro. He sent 11 haze in a row. You think you get your hint instead of free throws. Pick me energy doesn't win the game. No, I don't want to rate your profile picture. Imagine the guy talking to your sister relentlessly like you're talking to me. You know, she'd say cool story, bro. Boys always think that they're telling me something new. Truth is, I've heard it from some other guy just like you. Think I know better than to give in to your ego. But you won't leave me alone. So I say, cool story, bro. I'm sick and tired of the story getting old Where do you get audacity to flirt and then come at me? You think you're being bold, but it's just another cool story, bro Boys always think that they're telling me something new Truth is I've heard it from some other guy just like you Think I know better than to give in to your ego Maybe my favorite song title on the album. (laughs) How did that one, specifically the song title, how did that one happen? Yeah. So, I mean, I got messaged on Facebook 800 times by this one guy that just like would not give up. And then when I was like, hey, you know, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm only interested in being friends. He was like, oh, well, you're not even you're not even pretty. And then he blocked me immediately. And I was like, "Mm, all right, cool story, whatever, you know. And I thought that would be a cool concept to write about. So me and my friend Lexi, we wrote this song, Cool Story Bro, and we just bonded over our experience of poopy conversations with dudes. (laughs) (laughs) 
That could be the next album title. (laughs) (laughs) Lainey Dione joining us tonight here on WATD. I want to push the social media as much as possible. So remind us again of where you can be found. Yes, please follow me. Um, You can find all my socials on LaineyDione.com, Facebook and Instagram, at Laney's Music, everything else at Laney Dione. Awesome. Just uh, follow her. Don't message her. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you can message me. Just don't, you know. Relentlessly like message. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Do you miss not writing the music for your songs? I mean, honestly, it's it's a cool, it's a different approach already having a track laid out and uh, being able to write over that. I think with pop music, it's much easier to hear how the song is going to sound when you already have that beat there as opposed to, you know, playing on your guitar. Um, but I mean, I like it. Speaking of the guitar, do you have a favorite chord? Do I have a favorite chord? Mm, I'd say C add nine. <laughs> <laughs> That's unique. Okay. okay. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Why that? I don't know. I like it. <laughs> I might be even wrong. That might not be even be my favorite chord. I'm just throwing it out there. First one that comes to mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you went to Berkeley College of Music. You had an interesting experience at Berkeley College of Music. Talk about your time there. Yeah, so I couldn't really afford Berkeley. So I ended up going for two years and getting my bachelor's degree. I went fall, spring, summer, fall, spring, summer at 22 credits a semester. It was crazy. They almost allowed me not to do it. Um, But, you know, I ended up getting my music business degree with management and a minor in audio production and engineering. And I'm very proud of it. Why did you choose to pursue business, uh, music business? Yeah, so I wanted to have the business side of things and the audio engineering side of things because I really wanted to go into a and I, I just thought that would be a really fun career, but it ended up really helping me as a DIY pop star. <laughs> I wouldn't call myself that, but like as a DIY you know, artist, it really helps to have those backgrounds. So elaborate more on that. How did that help uh, with this album specifically? Yeah, I mean, so being able to know what to tell Nick, Nick Schwartz produced the whole album, being able to be like, hey, I don't like this. You need to take the EQ out here. Or like um, all the different things that you could tell a producer, I was able to, you know, articulate to him. But um, also on the business side of things, I mean, you need to know how to copyright your songs. You need to know how to register them with a the PRO. You need to know all that stuff, too. So that's crazy. Now, the album was partially made during the pandemic. How did you record through the quarantine. Yeah, so this was crazy. So Nick lives in Nashville, um, and I was able to do True Music Studios in Smithfield, Rhode Island. We Skyped him in, and he would just tell the engineer in the room, who was Anders at the time, um, what to do. And and that's how we did it. I mean, Anders recorded it, sent it back to Nick. Nick produced it, sent it back to me. I'd give notes, send it back to him. It was crazy. (laughs) That's amazing. Wow. So how much of the album was recorded like that? Um, six. So six. Oh, actually eight. Eight of the songs were recorded like that. Wow. Yeah. How did that differ from actually being there in person? I mean, I think being in there in person, I mean, you take the middleman out of it. I can just talk to Nick directly. Um, and obviously, you know, FaceTime doesn't crap out on you every two seconds when you're in person. <laughs> um, but I mean, I, I liked it. Either way, it was it was a fun time in the studio. I think with this album, I've gotten more emotional than I've ever gotten while recording and I mean, that was only possible because we could do it the way that we did it. That's really cool. Yeah. What are we going to listen to next? Yeah. So next up, we just did a cool story, bro. So right after that is Cumbria. 
Um, so Cumbria, I never actually say that in the song, <laughs> but it's another breakup song. And Cumbria is actually a place in England where I was living. So bringing it right back to the initial roots of Hey London, we got Cumbria coming up next. Yeah, let's head across the pond and then we'll talk about how it happened. Yeah. Lainey Dion in studio tonight on Almost Famous 95.9 WATD. We knew we only had a day to figure this out. All of our doubt And we threw it away We knew I couldn't stay In this foreign town To watch this play out When words lose weight But you say it's for the best But you say it's for the best And you say it's for the best But I don't feel it I don't feel it That is Cumbria. That's Lainey Dion. That's off of her brand new album, which is literally called? Self-titled. That 
Is that the oldest song on the album? Yeah, so that one was written in 2017, immediately after landing um, from the plane in the United States. Walk us through what was going through your head at that moment. Yeah, so he dropped me off at the airport in England, and as I was walking into the airport, he stayed out in the car, and I hugged him, and he, I remember him saying, it's for the best that you're going home, because it's just for the best. He didn't exactly break up with me. He just said, it's for the best, and I caught the hint, and I wrote it as soon as I landed. Was that a difficult song for you to share live? Nah. <laughs> it's so far long ago, and like I have like zero emotions about that relationship now, so like that's easy peasy, when it lemon was still squeezy. Fresh, was it difficult to share? Um, yeah, so I, when it was fresh, I remember I had to perform it, and I performed it for some people that he knew, and I remember messaging him, telling him, hey, you know, I'm going to title the song Cumbria, so everybody knows it's about you, sucker, but... <laughs> Yeah, it was fine. Talk about how that song happened in the studio, because when I listened to the album, that song, in my opinion, discuss, has a different vibe to it than the other songs on the album. Yeah, so that song was written on guitar. Obviously, it was written as a folk song. So when I gave it to Nick, I was like, I want it to still have some of the folk elements that it has, and I want it to really represent what initially had come out of me, but also have that flair of this new sound that I'm coming into. Um, so you could definitely hear the folk references in that song. When you were making the album, is there a favorite moment that comes to mind? I really liked singing Sentimental, which is coming up next. We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll get into it. How about some obstacles that got in your way during the making of the album? And how did you get around them? I mean, you mean the pandemic? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah that, uh, other than the obvious, <laughs> were there anything else that, that kind of um, blocked your way and you were, were able to make your way around it and make the album happen? No, nothing really. I mean, other than the pandemic, everything went pretty smoothly, thank God, because that was a big uh, that was a big bump in the road right there. But everything went all right. Do you have plans once you're fully vaccinated, once everything starts to happen again? Do you have plans? Would you like to do a traditional album release show with oh, I'd love to live do that. audience? And- yeah, I think once the um, physical copies are out, I think I might do because I'll be fully vaccinated next week. So we'll see. That's good. If, yeah, I know. So uh, once we get the the physicals, maybe I'll have a small get together. We'll see what, what happens down the road. So what's the very first thing you are going to do once you're officially vaccinated? And don't say like just place like the crazy thing you're going to do. <laughs> crazy thing. I mean, I'd love to travel the world again. Um, but I don't think that's going to be safe for a while with the D variant. But um, I'm going to be going to Target, you know, because I haven't <laughs> hit up Target in a while or TJ Maxx. We're going to hit those stores up. No more curbside pickup for you. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have like a list of items you actually want to go and buy? Everything. Anything, everything, you know. Shoe toys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talk about the dogs. I want to talk about the dogs because I love those dogs. Oh, Russell and Rusty. They're my little little minions. How did they happen? Um, well, I don't know how they ha- we know how they happen, but how did you obtain them? <laughs> so this really great rescue in Rhode Island called Anchor Paws. Um, they take dogs that are in kill shelters or in really bad situations down from south. Um, so my dogs were from Texas. Um, and they bring them up here so that they avoid euthanasia and abuse and everything else. And then we adopt them out. Um, and I was a foster, but I fell in love with my little two dogs and I could not adopt them out. So I ended up adopting them myself. Have you always been an animal lover? Oh, yeah. I wanted to be a zoologist growing up. Did wasn't you really? Me- yeah, I was a musician for me. I was going to be a zoologist. Wow. <laughs> At what point did music kind of change your direction? High school. 
Really? Okay. Yeah. When I played my first show and, and the audience was singing back to me, that's when I was like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. What was that song? A, uh, it was a day to remember if it means a lot to you. And there's a part that just goes, la, 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 la. And that's it. Literally laws. And the whole audience did it. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. If I would ask you your favorite onstage moment. Mm, favorite onstage moment. Okay. I would say... I really enjoyed performing at the Newport Blues Cafe. That was the first show that I played with backing tracks. I'd never done that before. Um, but I did a part of the album, because not the whole album was released at the time, with the backing tracks. And I had an electric guitar with me that I do random licks on, but I've never like had both hands <laughs> available to work with while performing. So that's probably one of my favorite shows. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Do you... Want to eventually go back and start writing your own music with instrumentation, or do you want to continue with the tracks? Uh, I mean, I know how to play all my songs. I I play them acoustically. I did that here. Um, But I like the tracks. I like being able to hear how the song's going to... It just amps you up. Like, oh, that's going to be such a cool drop there. Whereas you can't really hear that when you're just with your guitar. I'd say if I were to go back to writing folk music, guitar would be easy peasy. But pop music, I mean, that's fun. <laughs> Are any of the songs that you're writing now in that genre? Oh, yeah. I So I just wrote a song called Vampire with Hannah. And that has very much so like wake up call vibes. I think you're going to really love it. Cool. I cannot wait. Lainey Dione is our guest tonight on the Tiny Stage, and we're talking about the self-titled album. We are up against our break in the 9 o'clock hour. We have a lot more to chat about and a few more songs to share as well as we do the radio album release show here on 95.9 WATD. Stick around. Almost Famous with John Shea on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to Almost Famous 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. My name is John Shea. By the way, if you're a local musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio, do exactly what Lainey did. Find all the information on the Almost Famous page at 95.9WATD.com. You can follow us tonight on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio. Subscribe to our podcast, too at almostfamousradio.com or by searching Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app. Lainey, how you doing? I'm doing great. Introduce yourself again for those who have missed the first part of the night. Hey guys, my name is Lainey Dione. I am an indie pop singer-songwriter from Rhode Island. And you've got an album that just dropped. Yes, self-titled, just dropped, 12 songs. Where is it available? Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, literally everywhere. And hammer away those social media links to again, if you would. So everything can be found on LaineyDion.com, Facebook and Instagram, at Laney's Music, and everything else at Laney Dion. Awesome. That is great. And you've got some upcoming shows to share with us, too. Yes. So on Friday, I'm going to be playing at Country Kitchen in Smithfield, Rhode Island. What can we expect to hear that night? I'll play some originals, but a lot of covers as well. Do you have like a favorite era of... Oh, yeah. songs to do? 90s. 90s all the way. <laughs> Why? I, I, my sister is a lot older than me, so I grew up listening to everything she listened to, so I really like 90s music. What's a song you wish you had written from the 90s? From the 90s? Uh, Kiss Me, Sixpence None the Richer. Okay. I think I'd be, make a lot of money by now. <laughs> I was at a uh, friend's youth group long after that song was a, a hit, and... 
I, I didn't realize that Sixpence None the Richer is a Christian group. Oh, I didn't know that either. So they have all these, you know, Jesus songs. Oh, okay. To be specific. <laughs> and then that song. It's like, okay. So that's like the one song in the album that's like the black sheep of all their Interesting. songs. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's weird. Okay. Yeah. I get it now. Interesting. <laughs> that is cool. So self-titled is the album. We've been listening to songs from the album all night long. Do you have a favorite song on the album that you can talk about? I mean, it changes all the time. I really do like Wake Up Call right now and Damned. Um, but it, it's sentimental when we get to that. You'll you'll hear it. You'll hear why that's a fave. You uh, sent me that song when it first came out. And I, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they don't know what they're in for yet. We, we got one more until yes, then. Exactly. We've got, we've got the tease coming. <laughs> We talked earlier about how you are a dog lover. Yes. You've got two dogs at home, Russell yes. and Rusty. Yes, yes. And dog is part of the next song coming up. Yes. So <laughs> the next song is called Sleeping Dogs Lie. And just like that, that saying goes, I mean, you got to let things go. You got to let things be. Don't text the guy. All right. So <laughs> let's listen to uh, Sleeping Dogs Lie. Did you follow your own advice on that? Oh, wouldn't I love to know? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. Let's hear it. Lainey Dayo, 95.9 WATD. I thought I saw a ghost, but it was only you just bringing up the past again. It's so like you to be haunting. We're supposed to be older, not looking over shoulders. Can we just make amends? No fall out. Just be friends now. And I know that you only showed up here just to pick a fight But you know that won't ever happen tonight It's so typical We just wanna have a good time It's not difficult You keep back and just live your life Oh yeah, here we go Relatives, giving good vibes You know moving on isn't a crime It'll be fine Just let's sleep in 
Sleeping Dogs Lie, Lainey Dion, joining us in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD. You mentioned while that song was playing that you wrote the entire bridge of that song on your own. Talk about how that whole song happened. Yeah, so that song was written with Jess Cates. Um, he's an amazing songwriter. We had like a Coldplay vibe in the studio, but it ended up being super poppy. I mean, this song, when I when I picture it, I picture chilling at like a beach party or like by a swimming pool party and like your ex walks in and you're like, you're not going to give me a bad time. We're just going to chill. All right. <laughs> so I, I just really like this song. It's it's very kickback and, and don't let anybody bring your vibe down. Let's talk about the writing process of this song, because like I said, you mentioned that you wrote the bridge of the song on your own. Take us through how this one happened in the room when everybody was throwing around ideas. Yeah. So everybody was throwing around multiple ideas of, of what the song was going to go. And um, I just remember humming to myself the let go, let go, let it ride out, die out. I was like, mm, I like that. Na, 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 I really like that. Um, and so then I just kind of wrote it in my head and then sang it out loud to the guys. And the guys were like, yeah, we got that. And originally, the lies were supposed to be a lot of lies. That's how I, <laughs> instead of like, just let's sleep in dogs, la, 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 is what I had originally. But the guys were like, mm, we're going to take that down by a lot of lies. All right. That's too much, too much. When you were making the album or when you're just writing in general, do you ever find yourself inspiring yourself? Mm, I don't think so. I don't think I've ever like introspectively looked at it like that. Um, I know that sometimes when I've written songs afterwards, I just like cry it out. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you just did that. But uh, <laughs> I don't think I've ever like been inspired by myself. A lot of other people inspire me. Not necessarily a favorite song, but is there an al- a song on the album that you're most proud of? Vocally sentimental. We keep going back to this, <laughs> which is funny because it's up next. Um, but I think I'm most proud of sentimental because I've never let myself go in the studio like that. Um, so this song is obviously a very sad song. It's sentimental. Um, and I cried in the studio while recording it. I think you can hear in the track, if you like really listen, you could hear like me cry on a, f- a couple notes. Um, and then once Nick bounced it all down and sent it to me, I cried when I heard it for the first time too. So I think that song's probably the most extension of my being in that moment. The way this song is also presented on the album itself is unique. Yeah, so it's presented as Senta, and then mental is in the um, parentheses because, you know, you're becoming mental. You're going insane from being sentimental. Did you have that before the song was written? Or oh, yeah. You... Hannah came up with that. Oh, okay, and, cool. And we were like, oh, this is this is such a cool song. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Lady Dion, let's hear it. The tiny stage is yours with the album 95.9 WATD. What a lilies in June, born and dew on our shoes, ballpark games and secret escapes. Like Sandy and Danny, summer had no ending, never thinking past our today. We would run, 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 it was young, young love, shining like the sun in day. I tried to hold, hold on to a young, young love, but couldn't stop the season change. 
Sentimental Lainey Dione joining us in studio tonight here on WATD. It's the almost famous Tiny Stage. Tonight we're doing the entire hour dedicated to Lainey's new album, which is called? Self-titled. And how you doing in there? That was a, I don't know. I'm crying. You crying. <laughs> it's an intense song. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, yeah, that song, I mean, 
like I said, I've never cried in the studio. I cried while singing this song. This is the most emotional I've ever sang, and I'm really proud of it. So walk us through how the vibe was in the room when that song was written. Yeah. So surprisingly, this song was written about my most recent breakup, but before we broke up. So it was kind of like... Premeditative? Yeah. It was kind of like a premonition of like, okay, this is how I think I'm going to feel. And then we broke up the week that I recorded it. (laughs) So the feelings were there. They were strong. Everything was happening at once. Uh, It was just kind of a flood of emotions that just kind of came out in the studio. And luckily, they were captured in the song. And I think people can really relate to it and hear it. Is there a song on the album that you would most like to make a video for? Mm, I think Wake Up Call would be fun because I'd just be smashing everything. Um, <laughs> like t- one of those like smash like rooms where you go and you just take a bat to everything. You know, I feel like that would be really fun. Um, <laughs> Get some aggression out. Oh, yeah. Uh, sentimental. I, I, there's so there's so much imagery in that song that I feel like it could also be a really touching video. Um, to me, but, that sounds like more of like a, a perfect lyric video. Really? I could see that. A lot of them have. A, I love Hey London's lyric video. If you guys want to check it out, it's on YouTube. Um, and more lyric vi- videos will be to follow. Um, but yeah. Let's talk about not just national influences, but local influences. You just got a phone call from the guy who is going to be here next week. Yeah. So I love all my little music friends. Um, Tom Hansen will be on next week. Uh, we're longtime pals. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I love the local music scene um, in New England in general, they're all very supportive of one another and it's its really fun. How would you compare having gone to Berkeley and also spending a lot of time in Providence, how would you compare the Providence scene to the Boston scene? Oh, I'd move back to Boston in a minute. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just love Boston. I mean, being in the city, it's a, it's a true city, you know, whereas Providence is a very small city. Um, Providence has a lot going on creatively, too. There's a lot of artists there with RISD being there. So it's, it's just kind of like a creative realm, whereas being in Boston and being in Back Bay, you see musicians on every single corner. It's very music-oriented. So I feel very at home in Boston. What do you think the best lesson you learned attending Berkeley, not necessarily from the school, but from fellow musicians? Mm, so I was very afraid of Berkeley. <laughs> I was afraid to put myself out there. I mean, there were so many good musicians around. Um, and I, I kind of learned, I mean, this, this might sound conceited or bad, but like, you're just as good as everybody else around you. I mean, if you're in that environment, you can't keep beating yourself up. Um, so I wish I took a little bit more uh, opportunities and a little, little bit more risks performing there. Um, but my friends did amazing. I mean, they did so many shows. On a similar subject, if you could go back in time and tell yourself something that you know now but didn't know then, what would it be? Hmm. The music industry is a game of chess. Um, <laughs> I did not know that back then. I thought, okay, I'm just going to, you know, do whatever. But you got to think about what your next move is, what their next move is, how all of the different possibilities of, of things can go. And you got to be prepared for anything and everything at every waking moment. Has that worked for you? Oh, yeah. I'm glad I learned that lesson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Give us an example. Uh, you know, just being prepared. Um for let's say if you're performing at a small show like you don't know who's going to be in the audience you don't know you know have business cards ready have merch ready have 
whatever ready, just in case if there's going to be an executive there or a talent scout there or whatever, you know, be prepared. If there's two people in the audience, play like there's an arena there because you don't know who those two people are. I have a friend who says that your CD is just a very expensive business card. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, it is. Excellent. So the album is available where? So the album's available on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Apple Music, every other streaming service that's out there. Also, let's talk about the album art. How did that happen? Because that's a very cool concept. Yeah. So there's a cool artist on Fiverr that was able to do the scrapbooking for me. I feel like... um, the the picture, I mean, I kind of look bored or kind of fed up in the picture because I, I was kind of fed up with all the crap that I was taking from all my relationships. Um, but the scrapbooking effect is kind of like I felt like I was being torn apart um, with all these relationships. They took a little pieces of me, but then I was able to put it all back together in this nice little collage that we have on our, our front cover. And it also makes even more sense once you hear the album, you can just see like just maybe it's just me, but like you can envision like little Bits of each song in the background. Yeah, yeah. And on the front, there's a water lily, which I mentioned in Sentimental. On the back, there's an airplane for Last Flight in Hey London. I mean, there's there's a whole bunch of things in the album artwork, too, that are little little uh, Easter eggs that you could see. Fantastic. We have time for one more song, and then we'll talk a little bit about that. But what are we listening to to close out the album? Yo, this song's, uh, this song's bopping. This song is I Love You to Death, and I can't wait for you guys to hear it. Let's hear it. Lenny Dayon, W.A.T.D., The Tiny Stage is Yours. Your touch pulls me underwater. And I don't mind it going down, down. And I don't mind it if I drown, down. Your body kills me. Maybe I'm overdosing. I love you, I love you to death. 
Lainey Dione, that's I Love You to Death, the closing track to her brand new album, which is called... Self-Titled. You got it. And that track, talk about it. So, I Love You to Death is about having your blinders on and not realizing that the person you're absolutely in love with is just dead up killing you. Like, they are not good for you, they are toxic, they are bad, but you're loving them through it, and you probably shouldn't. (laughs) You mentioned whisper tracks. What are those? Yeah, so Skin and I Love You to Death, I had to whisper throughout the whole song. So after we recorded the whole song, we had like a track in the background. If you listen super, super close, you might be able to hear it. But I obviously at the end of the song, you hear I Love You to Death. But I had to do that the whole entire time. Did it drive you insane? (laughs) No, it was really weird doing it for Skin because it was just weird to say those words whispered the whole time. But it was was cool. Nick's got great production skills. I can tell. The album sounds incredible. So let's wrap things up with the information on where the album is available. Yes. So the album, you can find all of its links on LainyDione.com, but it's available on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, Deezer, every single streaming service that's out there. That is amazing. And your website, social media, all that good stuff. Let's get some uh, some likes for you. Yes, everything can be found on LainyDione.com. But if you want to go to Facebook or Instagram specifically, that's at Lainey's Music. Everything else is at LainyDione. And a chance to see you live. Yes, you can see me live this Friday at Country Kitchen in Smithfield. That is fantastic. Before we wrap things up, any final words to share with the listeners tonight? Yeah, guys, I hope you really enjoyed the album. I am so excited to show it to you guys. You know, keep loving yourselves. Keep putting your heart out there. And I hope this album means something to you, too. Cool. And I understand, too, you're going to be uh, hanging out tonight and maybe doing some stuff during the 10 o'clock hour. Oh, yeah. Can't wait, John. Let's see what happens. (laughs) Lainey Dion in studio tonight. Thank you so much. And uh, we will talk to you next time.